0: something on my heart tonight, Lord, just give it to us, and I just want to be obedient to Him. Found out a long, long time ago, buddy, God knows what we need, amen, when we need it. He knows all about our life. Somebody say amen. If you got your Bibles, open up the book of 1 Chronicles. <clears throat> amen. I, I read this just a little bit the other day, and it's just kind of jumped out at us. And uh, when God's built on, it might do some teaching tonight. Amen. But I want to help us, church. Amen. Amen. We're going to be talking about a man named Saul. And we're going to be reading about a little bit about his life. Amen. Y'all know who King Saul was? Amen. He died. Uh, he died. He died bad. Amen. There's some things in his life, but it cost him bad. So, 1 Chronicles chapter number 10. And I want to read this in your hearing tonight. We're going to start reading in verse number one. They're getting ready to fight a fight. Amen. They're, they're in a battle. Amen. I guess if we all started testifying right now, buddy, every one of us is in a battle of some sort in our life. Hey, somebody say amen. I mean, buddy, we've got things coming every. It seemed like, seemed like the more battles we fight, it seemed like as soon as we get one one over here, amen. Two more pop up somewhere else. Am I the only one, huh? Am I the only one like that, amen? I tell you right now, buddy. I don't know what y'all thought, amen. When we started that all-night prayer, I guess some of y'all thought everything's just gonna skate right on by. But what we done? We got the devil's attention, and boy, he started fighting. case you hadn't noticed, but buddy, God started blessing. Is everybody all right? Amen goes right there. So as I begin to read this, I want you to hear this tonight. Amen. In 1 Chronicles chapter number 10, the Bible says in verse number 1, now the Philistines fought against Israel, amen, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines and fell down slain in Mount Gilboa, and the Philistines followed hard after Saul. And after his sons, and the Philistines slew Jonathan and Abinadab and Melchiasa, the sons of Saul. And the battle went sore against Saul. And the archers hit him. And he was wounded of the archers. Then said Saul to his armor-bearer, draw thy sword and thrust me through therewith lest these uncircumcised come and abuse me. But his armor-bearer would not. For he was so afraid, so Saul took a sword and fell upon it. And when his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he fell likewise on the sword and died. So Saul died. Amen? Saul died. And his three sons, wow, wow, and all his house, listen to this, died together. Man, wonder why Saul died like that. Got to thinking about that, and we know, and we can read on down a little bit and find out why Saul died, amen, how he went against God, different things, but Saul didn't start out that way. Everybody all right? Saul, Saul, the man of God, come walking down, look for him, he said, there's the one. All Israel's on him, but God's got his hand on this man right here, right? But Saul started out and God blessed him. He touched men's hearts to go with him. Saul heard about a a group that was uh, uh, mistreating some of his fellow brethren. And buddy Saul killed a a, 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 a a bullock and sent it out and said, this is what I'll do to all of y'alls if y'all don't come with me and we go down there and straighten this out. God was with him. Amen. Man of God came and said, Saul, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go down there to, uh, uh, and wait on us down there at Gilgal. Amen. And, and, and when I get there, we're going we're gonna to worship God. We're going we're gonna to sacrifice and we're going to do things and Saul said, okay, and when he got down there, and amen, we'll get to that in a minute. But Saul didn't start out wrong, but there were some bad choices that he made. Everybody all right? And so as I begin to look at this, I, I, <clears throat> I want you to go down now to verse number 13. So Saul died for his transgression, which he committed against the Lord, even against the word of the Lord which he kept not. And also for asking counsel of one that had a familiar spirit to inquire of it. Was that a witch? Verse 14, And inquired not of the Lord. Therefore he slew him and turned the kingdom unto David, the son of Jesse. Amen. I want you to turn now to First Samuel. I don't believe we'll be real long tonight, but I want to get this out to you tonight. So Saul is king. God's with him. God's wanting to bless him. Everybody all right? And the man of God said, here, here's what you need to do, Saul. You need to go down there and you need to wait on me. Well, we get down to 1 Samuel chapter number 13. And I want to read this in your hearing tonight. A few verses here. Remember, Saul died because of his transgressions. And because he was in the went to the to a to a one with a familiar spirit. And we'll get to that in a minute, too. But in, in 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse number 7, start reading there. And some of the Hebrews went over Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. As for Saul, listen to this. He was yet in Gilgal. And all the people followed him, trembling. Verse 8, and he tarried seven days according to the set time that Samuel had appointed. But Samuel came not to Gilgal, and the people were scattered from him. Saul said, bring hither a burnt offering to me, and peace offerings. And he offered the burnt offering. Verse 10, and it came to pass that as soon as he had made an end of offering the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came, and Saul went out to meet him, that he might salute him. And Samuel said, what hast thou done? And Saul said, because I saw that the people were scattered from me, and that thou camest not within the days appointed, and that the Philistines gathered themselves together at Michmash; Therefore said I, the Philistines will come down now upon me to Gilgal, remember that. He's at Gilgal. And I have not made supplication unto the Lord, I forced myself, therefore, and offered a burnt offering. And Samuel said to Saul, Thou hast done foolishly. Ain't that what he said? Thou hast done foolishly. Thou hast not kept the commandment of the Lord thy God, which he commanded thee, for now would the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever. So God was getting ready to bless you in such a way and establish you and and set up your goings, but you've done foolishly. You've done foolishly down at Gilgal. Listen now, verse 14, but now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought him a man after his own heart, and the Lord has commanded him to be captain over his people because thou hast not kept that, which the Lord commanded thee. And I looked at that and I, I looked at where Saul was and the place he was at's called Gilgal. Amen. And I, and I thought about what, what, what does that mean? What, what's so special about Gilgal? If you flip over to the book of Joshua, chapter number five, I want to read a couple of verses there. You can flip over if you want and you can listen. Chapter five, amen. Verses two and three, listen to this. At that time, the Lord said unto Joshua, make these sharp knives, and circumcise again the children of Israel. The second time, amen. We, we got some flesh we need to cut off and we need to deal with. Is everybody all right? And Joshua made, listen to this, sharp knives and circumcised the children of Israel at the heel of the foreskins. Did I read that right and you'll hear him. Amen goes right there. And so now I want you to go, I want you to go to verse number eight. And it came to pass when they had done circumcising all the people that they abode in their places, in the camp, till they were home. And listen to verse nine. And the Lord said unto Joshua, this day have I rolled away the reproach of Egypt from off you, wherefore the name of this place, amen. Remember what it was. The name of it was the hill of the foreskin. The name of it was the hill of the foreskin. It's where, it's where we get rid of some of that flesh he said, but the name of this place now is called Gilgal unto this day. See, that's a place, amen, a lot of times, and what well, we don't like to talk about it, amen, somebody say, I wish you'd preach this on Sunday morning, amen, I'm gonna preach it right now. See, what, what, what Saul needed to do down there at Gilgal, amen, he need to learn a lot of patience in his life, and he need to deal with his flesh. Is everybody all right? See, that's the problem we got, amen. We don't have very much patience, amen, because we don't like to deal with our flesh. We like to let our flesh have what our flesh wants. Is everybody all right? And there's just some things, but if we ain't careful, this flesh will lead us into trouble. This flesh will lead us into a place, amen, where it'll cost us some things. And that's what happened to Saul down at Gilgal. He wasn't willing to be patient and wait on the Lord. Somebody say amen. And he got ahead of God. Hey, is everybody all right? Uh, But buddy, you better wait on God. You better learn, amen, to get our flesh under subjection. We gotta deal with this flesh. in 2024... Amen. There's some, things, there's some things we probably need to cut out of our life. Amen. Is Everybody okay? Amen. Down at Gilgal, see the hill of the foreskins. That's dealing with the flesh. Is Everybody okay? Amen. We don't like to deal with the flesh. Amen. If we deal with the flesh, amen, well, it's gonna hurt. That cutting away sometimes hurts. Amen. Is everybody okay? It's preaching time. Amen goes right there. So back, now back over in Samuel, as I begin to look at this, and I begin to look at what was going on in Saul's life, amen, when, when it, whenever he was uh, going, and Samuel, the man of God, said, go down there and wait, amen, and, and he went down there and he didn't wait, he got to looking around at what everybody else was doing. He got to looking around at the Philistines. Amen. He got to say, you know, they're going to take away the kingdom. They're going to take this. They're going to take that. I'm going to lose this. I'm going to lose that. It got to where it wasn't about what God wanted, but more about what Saul wanted. Is everybody all right? Sometimes in our life, it gets more about what we want, what I want. And God saying, hey, you need to deal with your flesh. You just need to wait. Patience, there's an old saying, Matt, patience is a virtue. Amen. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Amen, see God may be trying our faith. Trying to have a faith, Does what? That's what? Work is patience, build your patience up. Amen, sometimes God wants to try our faith, make sure we're gonna trust him, walk with him, listen to him, is everybody all right? Everybody okay? Amen. But Saul wasn't willing to do that. Saul made a mistake. If we're not careful, we'll make a mistake listening to our flesh. Everybody okay? Oh, it's preaching time. Everybody all right? It's Wednesday night preaching time. Amen. It goes right there. That's right. Saul was down at Gilgal. Amen. What used to be called the hill of foreskins, the place. Amen. Where we dealt with our flesh. Place sometimes where we have to learn patience in our life. Things don't always suit the flesh. Right? And so he said, I got to get back over here. Samuel, he said, it's going to cost you, Saul. Samuel said, it's going to cost you. Back over in 13 and 14, he said, But now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought him a man after his own heart. Amen, you know what God's looking for? He's looking for somebody looking for him. Is everybody okay? <laughs> hey, is everybody all right? Hey, hey, the man of God said, hey, Saul, Saul, you've lost the kingdom because you won't deal with your flesh. You won't, you won't cut your flesh out. Amen, you won't have patience and wait on God and let God lead you. So you know what, Saul? It's gonna cost you because God, he's seeking after a man that's seeking after him. Ain't that what he said? God sought him a man that sought after his own heart. He's seeking somebody looking for him. Everybody, I I ain't talking about salvation. Amen, God's looking, amen, and God's a searching. Amen, salvation don't cost you a dime. Salvation don't cost you nothing. But if you're saved, child of God, born again, washed in the blood tonight, God's looking for somebody. Oh, that's looking for him. Or God's willing to bless somebody that's searching after him. You want me to tell you why you can't find him? Bible said seek for him and you shall find him when you search for him with all your heart. Amen, we got so many half-hearted Christians won't deal with their flesh. Everybody all right? How do you know, look around, where are they at? Where are they at tonight? Got excuse after excuse after excuse, and what it is, their flesh. Got more important things to do than come worship God. Is everybody, oh, it's preaching time. Is everybody okay? Amen. Hey, Saul had some more important things to do. Amen. At one place, what did he, what he say? How come I hear the bleeding of them lambs over there? Oh, I saved the best for the Lord. No, you didn't. Is everybody all right? You hit it. You didn't think he'd find out about it. He said, go down there and destroy it all. He said, don't save none of them. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Sacrificing all to God. Oh, I saved it back over here. I, I was doing God a favor. No, you wasn't. Is everybody okay? See, Saul, Saul started out good, but he made some bad choices along the way. And it cost him, it didn't just cost him, it cost him and his family, his whole household. God help us. God said, he said, hey, God has sought him out of man who has sought his heart. See, God's looking for somebody looking for him. So God's searching for somebody searching for him. God's seeking somebody seeking him. We seek position. We seek power. We seek faith. We seek everything, amen, but a humble walk before the Lord. Is everybody all right? But if we, want a, we, want a, we want a title on our name. We want letters before our name or after our name. We want this and we want that. What about what God wants? He wants a man that'll search for him, that'll search for God's heart. That's what he wants. Somebody willing, amen, to just seek and run after God, whatever God says. Whatever God chooses. Is everybody all right? And a war woman. I prayed this year. Now I ain't ain't told nobody. I'll go ahead and tell y'all. I just, I said, God, amen, this year I'm giving this whole year to you. Is everybody all right? Whatever you say, I'm whatever you do, whatever you tell me to preach, I'll preach it. Amen. It don't matter. Whatever you say go, I'll go. When you say stay, I'll stay. Hey, is everybody alright? God, you've got 2024. 20, it's all yours. Amen. I'm just an instrument. I'm just a tool. Amen. In your tool shed, Lord. Amen. That's what I've done. Everybody alright? Amen. And then he let me read this because I sure don't want to wind up like Saul. Is everybody all right? I want to be that one that's seeking after him. I want to be that one that God says, hey, there's one searching for my heart. There's one trying to get next to my heart. Amen, I got grand young Amen, I ain't got a bad one. I ain't got a root, I ain't got narrow one that does anything bad. Their mamas and daddies is crazy. Is everybody all right? They want to punish them, they want to whoop them, they crazy. Them babies don't need whoopings, amen. What they need is candy. What they need is a baby doll. Amen, what they need is a, a transformer. What they need is a remote control car. What they need is a new bicycle. What they need is a go-kart, praise God. They need something, amen, other than a whooping. My mamas and daddies have lost their minds, amen. That's right, you know why? They got my heart, Jonathan. See, that's the way I want to be. I want to I get up next to God's heart, Tanya. I want to get so wrapped up in the heart of God. Are you hearing me? Where God said, that boy right there needs something. He don't need a whooping. Hey, man, he needs a blessing. Amen. Is everybody all right? Well, we want the blessings of God, but man, we ain't willing to deal with our flesh to get it. Is everybody all right? We want to touch a God on our life. We ain't willing to sacrifice one thing to have the hand of God on us. Everybody, all right? Spend more time on social media. Hey, man, searching the internet when we ought to be searching the book. Uh, somebody say amen. Uh, everybody, we'll spend time uh, googling this and googling that. Amen, when we ought to be getting up close to God somewhere. Is everybody okay? We'll spend time surfing the internet. Amen, when we ought to be praying. Hey, I'm talking about going all out for God and having God's blessings on our life. Hallelujah. He said, I sought after a man that was searching for me and I found him. He was searching for my heart. And boy, he blessed David. Ain't that right? He'll bless you. if You'll search for him. Man, we want everything. We want promotions. Want our name on the sign. Is everybody all right? He said, the Lord has sought him a man after his own heart. Boy, David was sold out to God out there on the backside of the mountain Amen, feeding the sheep, watching over the sheep, taking care of the sheep, fighting bears and lions. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Oh, yeah, that's what he done. But Saul down there at Gilgal, I believe the Lord was saying, Saul, you need to deal with your flesh. Saul, Saul, you need to go down there and wait. He got anxious. Amen, and he didn't have patience. Enough to wait on the Lord. What God wanted to send him. What God wanted to send him was a kingdom. Didn't I just read that? He said, had you just waited, had you just had patience and waited on God and not overstepped and not overdone it, amen, dealt with your flesh, God was fixing to bless your household and bless your kingdom forever. We read over there. First Chronicles, didn't, didn't turn out that way. Didn't turn out that way. See, God's got a plan for our lives. Child of God, is everybody okay? he got a plan for my life. he got a plan for your life. He's got a plan for your children's lives. everybody all right? Hey, grandma, grandpa, I know, hey, I know. We think, we really think we know what's best for them, but God knows better. Is everybody all right? God knows better for them little girls back there, Paul. Oh, yeah, Jesse. God knows what's best for them. Is everybody all right? I know we think we do. Amen. It's our job to raise them, take care of them, watch over them, try to lead them and guide them in the right way. Amen. But God's got a plan just like he's got a plan for your life. He's got a plan for their life. Is everybody all right? He had a plan for Saul's. Boy, ain't none of this in there. But, man, I'm telling you right now, I ain't got no notes. I just got the, the... books wrote down and I'm going to be reading that up. Amen. goes right there. See, God had a plan for Saul, but Saul blew it. Saul blew it. Is everybody all right? So in 1 Samuel, let me read this again over here in 1 Chronicles chapter 10, this, this verse 13, 14. So Saul died. He died for his transgression, which he committed against the Lord. You might not physically be rolled out here and put in this cemetery, but spiritually you'll dry up on God. The blessings of God will dry up in your life, the spirit of God, the leadership. Are you hearing me? You can die on God, amen, and just walk around like a shell of a person. But the Bible said in verse six, so Saul died and his three sons in all his house died together. Mamas and daddies, if we ain't careful, amen, we could, we could cause our whole family to die out on God. Choices we make, amen, the right ones do good by them. The wrong ones lead them off into something they don't want to be in, they don't need to be in. Jonathan know better. Read it, Jonathan know better. He know David was supposed to be king. Ain't that right? And who was he following? The wrong one. And he got killed. Hello? Amen goes right there. He knew better. He met David out in the field and said, David, I know you're going to be king. God's going to bless you. He's going to give you all this. Remember me. Amen. He should have said, you know what? I know God's on you and God's got you and you're following God and I need to be following you because he's whacked out. Amen, he done tried to kill you. He done tried to kill me. He told, he's told lies on me. What'd he, say to, what'd he say to Jonathan? What'd he say to him? Huh? I know about you and that wickedness. Right? Amen, it wasn't true, though. Amen? So listen to this, of the perverse woman, I think is the way he put it. So Saul died for his transgression, which he committed against the Lord, even against the whole land. Or even against the word, the word of the Lord, which he kept not. Wow. And also for asking counsel of one that had a familiar spirit to inquire of it. And inquired not, and inquired not of the Lord. Therefore he slew him and turned the kingdom unto David. First Samuel, I'm gonna be done. First Samuel. Chapter number 28. Saul, a little caption over these verses in my Bible just says, Saul visits the witch. Wow. Wow. Ain't that something? But there's something we're going to find out about this visit. Let me read. Saul, or 1 Samuel chapter 28, verse number 7. Then said Saul unto his servants. Listen to what he saying. Seek me a woman that hath a familiar spirit. What's he saying? Seek me out a witch. Seek me out somebody that, that, that a devil worshiper. Is everybody all right? Seek me out somebody other than a, than a godly, godly advisor. Seek me out a woman with a familiar spirit. Seek me out a witch that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servant said, uh, said to him, Behold, there is a woman that hath a familiar spirit at Endor. And Saul disguised himself and put on other raiment. And he went, and two men with him. And they came to the woman by night. And he said, I pray thee, divine unto me by the familiar spirit and bring me him up whom I shall name unto thee. And listen what she said. And the woman, verse 9, said unto him, Behold, thou knowest what Saul said. Well, thou knowest what Saul hath done. How he hath cut off those that have familiar spirits and the wizards out of the land. Wherefore then layest thou a snare for my life to cause me to die? Don't you know that, that Saul disapproves of this? He's the king. He said, "Kill all the witches." He said they don't probably probably made one of them decisions within the first two years of his kingdom before he failed. That's probably one of the good things he done. Is everybody all right? Amen. Trying to get the, the witches out of the land. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? See, for the about the first two years, I think Saul done right. Then he got over there. Gilgal wouldn't deal with his flesh. Amen probably got the big head in those two years. But he'd done some things right. She said, don't you know what Saul, Saul has said? Don't you know what he's done? Why are you setting a trap for me? Verse 10, and Saul swore to her by the Lord, saying, as the Lord liveth, there shall no punishment happen to thee for this thing. For sake of time, I'll just tell you what happened. Saul's there. He, bring, he tells her he wants her to bring up Samuel. She does. Saul passes out because he ain't had no bread. Amen. They say, Saul, why don't you eat? Why don't you let us feed you right quick? He said, I ain't eating nothing in this place. And they pressed him, and he yielded again. Are you hearing me? The Bible said he sat up on that witch's bed. Got, in, got into bed. Said, oh, boy. boy. Boy, well, that's a message, and don't get in bed with witches. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? You be careful who you get in the bed with. Oh, amen goes right there. Is everybody okay? Hey, oh, it's preaching time. Saul finds himself in a place he said he'd never be. Finds himself eating things he said he'd never partake of. Is everybody okay? He said, okay, I'll eat. They got him in the bed. She had a little fat calf running around in the house. Could you imagine the stench in that place? Could you imagine the filth and the nastiness? So she cuts it up, slaughters it right there, and fixes him a little, little, little calf meat. A little tender calf meat. Is everybody all right? And Saul eats, and then he gets up and runs. Takes off, gets out of there. He may not necessarily run, but he got out of there after that. What are you saying? But if we don't deal with this flesh, if we let this flesh a hold of us and we quit listening to God and quit waiting on God and letting God God have it, we'll find ourselves in places we said we'd never go. Doing things we said we'd never do. Running around with a crowd we said we'd never run around with. Is everybody okay? Is everybody alright? Oh yeah, that's exactly what Saul done. And guess what happened, Paul? He died. His sons died. All his family died there together. Oh, don't let your flesh, don't let your flesh, mamas and daddies, ruin your family. Don't let your flesh, hey, buddy, we better learn patience. We better learn, because Saul wouldn't wait on God. He got impatient. Everybody all right? Decided he'd do it his way. He'd go out over yonder. He'd slaughter. That wasn't Saul's job, and he'd make the sacrifice. That wasn't Saul's position. Is everybody okay? Amen goes right there. As that old saying, "Stay in your lane." Is everybody all right? Amen goes right there. Well, we better learn to stay in our lane. Amen. I ain't God. Is everybody okay? Everybody alright? Amen. I don't need to be God. Amen. I couldn't be God. Amen. I'm not as holy. Amen. Somebody say amen. My, my righteousness is filthy rags. There ain't nothing wrong with God. We need to wait on God. We need to hear what God is telling us. Amen. Don't let people pressure you. Don't let people. That's what happened. That's what happened, Brody. They begin to, he began to look around at what the people were saying, listening to what they were doing. They were getting agitated, so he, he just yielded to them. Read it again. You'll find out I'm right. So tonight, amen, he went down to Gilgal. I believe believe Samuel said, get get you down to Gilgal. Deal with that flesh, boy. Get that flesh under subjection and learn some patience and wait on God. Wait till I get there. Oh, but he was a little late. Let me tell you something. God ain't never late. God ain't never late. Amen. I've said this many, many times. God is never late. Amen. He's always on time and he's very seldom early. Amen. But he's always on time. Always. Always. We need to learn. Boy, I tell you, we need to learn to wait on the Lord. We need to learn to listen to God. Amen, we need to learn to heed to his word. his word says it's right, it's right. If his word says it's wrong, it's wrong. Amen. We were just talking about some things on the way here. Some of these things some of these other preachers have done over the years. Years ago, before I ever got saved, I mean, I was a kid, and they was talking about some things some of them done. Amen, how they, they molested people and stuff of that nature. Amen, you better know who you're listening to. You better know who your children's around. That's why I don't go visit women by myself everybody all right? That's why I don't get a truckload of these young teenage girls and carry them off to events by myself. Is everybody okay? Hey, is everybody all right? That's why we don't do those things. Amen goes right there. Amen goes right there. I don't care if your little teenage daughter gets in trouble. I'm not going to counsel her by myself. These men that'll do that are perverts. Amen, you don't need to let your kids around them. Amen goes right there. Oh, there's a lot of that that goes on in some of these big churches. Shame on them. Amen. That's right. Tell what, they probably need. They probably need Mama to get them in there and get a belt after. Is everybody all right? Take their phone away. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? That's right. Amen. Send, send sweetie pie down the road. Is everybody okay? Yeah. But Saul wouldn't wait. It cost him. Saul wouldn't deal with his flesh. It cost him. Saul wouldn't listen to God, and it cost him. Saul went against the word of God, That's what he said, and his word, and it cost him. So tonight, amen, that's just what God gave me. Amen. Help me, help me Lord. Be patient. Wait on you. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, to wait for your will in my life. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, to seek you out. See, God's seeking somebody that's seeking for him. Amen. God may have a job for you to do. Amen. But you're too busy seeking the things of the world. Amen. Don't jump the gun. Maybe we need to go down to Gilgal and cut some things out of our life. That, that, that circumstance, that's cutting some things out. Right? Maybe we need to cut some things out of our life so that we can hear from God. Everybody okay? That goes for all of us. God sought after man. That sought after his heart. Wow. Are you searching for him tonight? Are you, are you really seeking him? Amen. I want you to think about that. I know, just kind of being quiet. Are you seeking after the Lord? He's seeking for somebody. That's seeking for him. Got something for him. He said I got a blessing for you, boy. But Saul wasn't seeking after him. God sought somebody out that was. Amen. Hey, I love you tonight. Somebody make your way to Piazza. So tonight, she's coming around. If you think about that for a little bit. God's searching for somebody that's searching for him. And when he finds that individual, look at what he done with David. Took him, took him out, of the, out of the sheep and put him in the king's castle. Wow. Think about that. Think about it. David was a poor shepherd boy. That wasn't no great job filled with honor, watching after them sheep. That's not not according to the world. While when, when when Samuel came looking for one of Jesse's boys, he didn't even think enough to go get David. Everybody, all right? Ah, he's out yonder with them old stanky sheep. Just leave him alone. I got seven big, strong, strapping young men. They look handsome and they're built right and they're, boy, and they're fun and they're this and they're that. And what did God say? What did God tell the man of God? He said, "Hey, hey, don't judge by the outward appearance. For God looketh on the heart. And God's God saying, man, I'm seeking after one that's seeking after me. These seven ain't, ain't, ain't searching for me, but there's one back over there on the back side. Samuel said, man, ain't, that, you ain't got any more sons. And he said, well, I got one more back up. Boy, he said, hey, go get him, and we ain't even going to sit down until he gets here. Are you hearing me? As soon as he saw him, the Spirit of God said, that's the one. He has sought after me. He has been looking for me. He's been searching for me with his whole heart, and today he's going to find me. Are you hearing me?